The following announcements have been paid for by the sponsors of the Hameen Media Group. Hameen Media Group brand management is taking over. Social media, video, audio, design, marketing, and more. HMG Brand Management is proud to be partnered with Vince Russo's The Brand, Stevie Ray TV, Rip Rogers' FR Podcast, Goldilocks, Big Vito Brand, The A-Show starring Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, and now Angelina Love in Velvet Sky, The Beautiful People. Search for all of our HMG Brand Management partners on your favorite podcatchers, YouTube, and of course, Patreon. Support your favorite HMG ring veterans by visiting ProWrestlingTees.com, Dr. Man Beast Ted McNailer, Freak God Papadon, SCG Search from Big Sal, Chris Silvio, Stevie Richards, and of course the Ayatollah himself, Ben Hameen. Hey bro, wake up with the official Vince Russo coffee from Broaster's Coffee. Medium roasted, Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that'll have you ready to go bro. Available only at thebroasters.com. For a flavorful hashtag RBV fitness foodie experience, visit zorosoliveoil.com. Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil is exclusively sourced from the Zordos family private 100-year-old olive groves in Greece. Taste the difference and visit zordosoliveoil.com today. StevieRichardsFitness.com For the most affordable and effective home workout program that'll give you results real results 12 and 16 week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at stevierichardfitness.com russosbrand.com where the pros are pros bro get the most valid takes in wrestling from the pros who live it visit russosbrand.com subscribe to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on podbeam.com and visit patreon.com backslash Hameen Media Group we now take you to your featured HMG presentation. Morons. It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. And Joe Biden still gets to sleep in the White House. Amazing. I bet he wakes up every morning and he has no fucking idea why he's there. He's, like, he's just like, whoa, whoa, what, what do I do? Hey, hey, I'm at Barack's, Barack's first sleepover. Oh, oh man, I hope, I hope we got, I hope we got lots of pizza and hot dogs. And, and he, he's a very special guy. He, he's called a minor attracted person. An M.A.P. Free speech should no longer be allowed. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Don't mind me if my berries pop out. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. 
armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021, and this is episode 70 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa, and thanks for tuning in to another exciting edition of WOM. Yes, yes, and if you're one of our video viewers out there, well, you'll see that we're not in our usual studio. Uh, We're actually coming to you from on location, deep in the heart of occupied Georgia, uh, which frankly these days... uh, well, if you're engaged in a war against morons, uh, I'd say this is enemy territory. Uh, so, you know, pray for us. So this is what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're, we're really going with this angle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, we've talked a lot of shit about these people the last few months, you know? And uh, frankly, I think they deserve it. You know? I mean, they're nice people, but I mean, this was ground zero but for the whole election theft yeah. fiasco. So. Well, you know, if it's any comfort, you know, at least they didn't get anything out of it. What do you mean? Well, I look mean, around. They... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, so so they stole the White House. They stole the Senate. They they took over the whole country. Right. I mean, you and know, they, seems they, like getting something out of it. And they still live in a shithole. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, the people, the people on the ground here. I mean, the dumbasses running around, passing the the ballots with the Civil War veterans and the dead house cats names on them. I mean, they wanted what the two thousand dollar stimulus checks. Give me that money. They thought they were. They thought they were gonna get a, a fucking two thousand dollar bribe from <laughs> from from Joe Biden. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. let's see how that paid out. Yeah, good good job, guys. You know, instead you're paying a dollar more at the pump. Uh, you probably don't have a job. Um, and oh, moron Joe's bombing the Middle East for literally no reason. Yeah. And last I checked, there's no checks in the mail. No so, checks. Uh, you know. <laughs> I mean. No reason too. I mean, I don't. Has he said anything about it yet? No. I mean, I don't. Mom's the word. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. Uh, Other than Kamala Harris coming out and saying they didn't even run it by her and she had no idea. <laughs> Way to go, lady! Seems like you guys really have your shit together. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, more on Joe. I mean, he didn't even do a State of the Union. I mean, Trump did a uh, Trump. Trump did a speech on Sunday. But uh, but Joe, I mean, I don't even think he knows his own name. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think he knows that he bombed Syria. I don't uh, think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really don't think so at all. Maybe they can ask that stupid press secretary to explain it. Yeah. Like, well, they'll have to circle back. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. I hear we bombed a sovereign country the other day. You know what's up with that? What's up? Well, well, first of all, you know, I'm I'm very pleased to report that our troops will be led into battle by a trans person. Okay, well, uh, led into battle? Are we going to war? What's going on? You know, why? Um, well, you know, circle back. Called it. Jen Pisaki. Wow. Jen Pistupid. So, so circle back. <laughs> I swear yeah. to God. Say what you want about George Bush. At least he tried to convince us before he started lobbing missiles at the Muslims. Are you saying that you want Biden to, like, blow up the Sears Tower? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't want any of this. Nobody wants this. Why is this happening? <sighs> At least George Bush knew it was happening, you know? I guess. He knew what was happening before it happened. 
Um, but anyway, like we were... <laughs> God, like we're not in enough trouble with YouTube already. I swear. Uh, but Are yeah. we still on YouTube? Kind of. It's a miracle. Yeah, we're... I mean... Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you're probably not watching us on YouTube. Let's just say that. Um, you're probably not watching us on Facebook either. No. Um, you're definitely not watching us on Twitter. Ha! Um, you're not watching us on Periscope. Uh, we're, we're pretty much not on any of those platforms, but um, I say good riddance. Um, fuck go. those platforms. Um, watch us on Gab TV. Um, we got on Gab, uh, I think last week was the first show we did on Gab. Mm-hmm. We've had, like, uh, as, as of last count, there was, like, over 300 views. Love it. Love to see it. Like, we, we'd do a, a video on YouTube, and it would get, like, a tenth of that. Yeah, seriously. And we'd be begging people to watch it. I mean, sure. I mean, uh, I'm sure people would if they would show anybody. Yeah. And then, like... It's kind of hard for people to watch our videos when we're banned. Yeah. Well, you know what they content didn't strikes. like? C- content strikes. They didn't like the... Um, they didn't like the video, uh, or the, the they didn't like the the part last in last week's show with um with our buddy MCABC. Well, you know, I yeah. didn't like it much either. But uh, well, what I are mean, you gonna he, do? He it was just funny. wanted to he wanted to rap to everybody, let them know about those uh, you know those uh, those vaccines. You know what? Yeah. You know what? You cannot possibly be sitting here defending swab that ass to me. <laughs> Swab that ass. No. If yeah. you do that one more time, I will leave this hotel room. Absolutely I mean, not. Yeah. What, what, what can you do? What can, I mean, well, what you can do is you can get on Gab. I can't recommend it enough. That's uh, actually a free speech platform. But anyway, <laughs> I got way off track here. Uh, what I was going to say is we're here in Georgia. Um, not for any special reason. Like, don't get all excited. We're not uh, We're not going to stop the steal. Um, no Allie Alexander here. Um, <laughs> just passing through. Um, but while we're passing through, I did want to, uh, you know, toss a little shade and, and tell these people that they fucking lost us the country. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I mean, how, like, just, I don't know if, if it, I'm sure we've got people in the audience that are from Georgia. We probably have a lot of people in the audience that are in Georgia. Right. I, I gotta tell everybody in Georgia, like, I, you see so many Donald Trump, to this day, what is it, March now? Yes. Everywhere you go, Donald Trump flags everywhere, Gadsden flags everywhere. You you would think that it's it's October or November. You'd think that it's we're running up on the election. My favorite was the uh, personalized license plate we saw today. Yeah. DJT one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he probably did, but not, you know, you guys probably shouldn't have let those motherfuckers add an extra million votes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you go around here. It's like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't even find somebody willing to wear a face mask into a Seven Eleven around here, <laughs> and yet they're like, yeah, well, I guess you know, I, I guess Joe Biden's just really popular. I, maybe there's more people in Atlanta than I knew. I don't know. I was, so yeah, fuck you, Georgia. Fuck All right. you, Georgia. Let's not uh, let's not piss off the people before we cross state lines yeah. too much, shall we? Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, we've been running these guys down all year. I, I know we made enemies. You know, who knows? You know, this could end up being a broadcast to remember. You know, any second now, you know, Fat Stacy herself, she could burst through that wall behind me like the Kool Aid Man with a pallet full of leftover ballots, a colon full of cookout, oh. some hatred in her eyes. You know, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll bite. What's she doing in this scenario? I mean, What's why she does mean? she have ballots? Why she does she think this ballots. is like a vote counting station? Well, I mean, it's, she's she's prepared. 
For what? I don't. They do elections here, like in January. You okay, know? and <laughs> fine. What's with the colon reference? I mean, she might have to plug up us? the toilet again. You know, she, like, she's just going to be like, I heard what y'all motherfuckers were saying about me. Calling my ass fat Stacy. Get your ass over here. Y'all moron motherfucker. I shit on you. Have you I'm Stacey Abrams, motherfucker. Have you heard Stacey Abrams' voice? Well, I mean. She doesn't sound anything like well, that. Stacey Abrams, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I, I know she doesn't sound like that. Like when she's, you know. On CNN, you know, it sounds all proper, but I'm pretty sure behind closed doors. I mean, she looks like the reason Tom and Jerry cartoons come with a racism disclaimer. They what? I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, if they ever scrolled up from Mammy Two Shoes, like, <laughs> would you really be surprised, you know, if, 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 to see that gap tooth behemoth? I forgot about that character. Yeah. Oh my God. You know how you only ever saw, like, her legs? Oh. And she's always, like, chasing Tom and Jerry around. <laughs> That was some fucked up shit, I gotta say. If Stacey wasn't busy rigging, you know, elections, pretending to be the governor, either Mammy Two-Shoes or, you know, I'd go looking for her on the cover of syrup bottles. Okay, well, for everyone in the audience who is wondering why you can't find us on YouTube and Twitter and why our Facebook is almost completely shadow banned, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. So, thanks for tuning in. We're yeah, we're going way off track. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, we've already told you to look for us on Gab TV. That's the place to watch our video stream. They're not kicking us off anytime soon. No, sir. Um, and of course, our audio stream, as always, Hameen Media Group, the best place to find your podcast. HameenMediaGroup.podbean.com every Tuesday, six a.m. Eastern Sharp. All right. Well, now that we got our plugs in and people know where to find us, uh, we want to just remind you guys, reach out to us directly. We want to hear from you. We want you to be a part of the show. So if you're listening, you can always email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com or better yet, call into our hotline. It's 813-906-9099 and we'll get you on the air. But enough of the plugs. Let's just get into the stack of stupidity. All right. Well, since it served us so well lately, let's start things off by talking about the coronavirus vaccine. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, we can assure you is 100% safe and effective and should be injected as quickly and as frequently as possible. Oh, yeah. Put us back on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> anyway, a pair of young women in the Orlando area, uh, they didn't feel like waiting in line behind healthcare workers and the elderly. Uh, so they dressed up like grannies to get their COVID shots last month. Well, look, it's survival of the fittest out here. I mean, only 99% of people will survive. And they wanted to make damn sure they weren't in that point zero 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 one percent Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so, so like many other health departments, Orange County, Florida has been restricting vaccinations to only the most vulnerable groups. Um, so these two girls said, basically... Fuck you, Grandma. Uh, and they went out and got fake IDs. They put on wigs, bonnets, gloves, phony glasses, um, and they went on to fool the vaccinators. As a side note, any Impractical Jokers fans gotta say, fuck you, Grandma. Great song. <laughs> Anyways, remember the good old days when a fake ID and an old lady costume would lead to, like, a good time? Like, you know, getting a 40? 
You know, like something, picking up a Boone's Farm hangover. I don't know, something fun, something lighthearted, not, you know, getting a needle jabbed in your arm. Yeah. Kind of weird. Nowadays, you dress up like grandma and you get euthanized at 25. Whoops. So, you know, just wait your turn, kids. You know, make sure you get the right dose, you know. True. I'd rather get sterilized. You know, I'd rather get sterilized than euthanized. You know, just rule of thumb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, maybe they'll give you a facial paralysis or something, but, I mean, you can live with that one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the least of your problems. But, I mean, obviously, I mean, we're talking about this story on our show, so they clearly got caught. Well, they they kind of got caught, so they actually got away with it for the first round, because, you know, you got, like, so the coronavirus vaccine, you got to get two shots. Mm-hmm. So, they got the first shot. Okay. They fooled them the first time, Okay. but then they went back for round number two, and they were like... Um, how come this ID says that you're, you know, 95 years old or whatever? You're clearly, like, on your way to the club. Like, what's going on here? How inept was the nurse who administered the first shot if they didn't even notice something was off? Like, like the second one, they were like, oh, right away. Like, this is not, you know. But, like, you know, what is what is with the first nurse? What was she just like, wow, you've got... Really incredible skin for a 95-year-old woman. I mean, what kind of moisturizer do you use? Yeah, and the other thing is that this story, like, it it happened in Florida. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, Florida is pretty much the poster child for the state that isn't on lockdown, you know? So, like, I mean, I could see, like, if a couple party girls did this in one of these places where, like, you basically have to show you're vaccinated to leave the house. But in Florida, the clubs are already open. The bars are packed. Nobody cares about the damn vaccine. So, like, like what is what is wrong with these two girls? Well, let's see. I mean, they're young, healthy, deathly afraid of COVID, and so inconsiderate that they'll steal life-saving vaccines, life-saving vaccines, from the sick and elderly instead of just staying in their apartment. I gotta put it all together. It adds up to one thing. They have to be New York City transplants. Yeah. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is why we had to leave Florida. You think this is bad? Imagine what it's like on the interstate. You don't want to know. <laughs> well, staying in Florida, but on the other end of the covid spectrum, we've got a couple guys at a Deerfield Beach resort who tried a little cosplay of their own rather than subject themselves to wearing face masks during their va- vacation. Ooh, let me guess. Um, so they dressed up like, uh, let's see, Tom Brady mm-hmm. and President Trump. Believe it or not, they actually went a little bit bolder. How do you get bolder than that? Well, they posed as U.S. Marshals and threatened to arrest hotel employees who asked them to mask up. (laughs) I don't think that you have to go that far. (laughs) I don't think you do either. I mean, isn't that a federal crime? I think it is. And on top of that, I mean, if you're a federal U.S. Marshal... Wouldn't the mask be, like, a benefit? Like, they ain't gonna see you coming. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to go back to your point, it is a crime. It's impersonating a federal officer. And, you know, God forbid, God forbid, you have to put a piece of fabric on your chin between the room and the elevator, right? I mean, you know, gotta hide that glorious goatee you've got going on for yeah, five seconds. Like, again, like, that's all you even have to do in Florida. Like, <laughs> anywhere down south. Like, really, if there's a place that even has a mask rule, like, um, like a corporate chain. Like, I'm guessing that these guys were probably staying in a corporate chain if, sure. if they were having to do this. Half the people aren't following it anyway. 
Everybody knows it's bullshit. But you don't go around flashing a U.S. Marshal badge that you got from Party City. Like, <laughs> what are they trying to put the concierge in zip cuffs? <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me they weren't staring at a location that had comply. a concierge. <laughs> honestly don't even understand where did these two get the idea that being a federal employee don't the federal employees all have to wear masks on their like job premises? oh they gotta wear like, like two or three there's no exemption for federal employees for these rules i mean if anything i'd expect a u.s marshal like you said wearing two wearing three like they'd be like you know incognito mode like how funny would it be if this scheme completely backfired like, they flash their phony, you know, laminate or whatever, and the hotel worker's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I didn't realize you're here with the government. Uh, here, let me go get you your vaccination and your anal swab. It's on the house. Uh, here's a stack of paperwork for you. Um, you know, I, I know you guys have to, you know, do your paperwork. <laughs> the guy's like, what, what do you mean paperwork? Oh, no, 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 I know you got to do your paperwork. Just fill it out. <laughs> and the next thing you know, he's in a room for like five hours just, you know, doing busy work. But he didn't have to wear a mask. No. Problem solved. <laughs> anyway, um, continuing with more China virus stupidity, let's head across the pond uh, to formerly Great Britain, where, of course, they're taking COVID super, super serial. <laughs> um, they've got one of the most repressive lockdowns in the world. Um, you know, of course, they've supposedly got all these you know, super new strains or whatever. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, one British woman was seeing, um, she was seeing all this in the news, so she got pretty worried, and she wanted to keep her family safe. So for four days, she and her four kids took the utmost precaution, and they drank their own urine. What the fuck? Yeah, they, they, um, they gulped down their own pee. Ah, okay. I heard you the first time. Not processing. What the hell does that have to do with COVID? Well, everything, apparently. I mean, she heard a rumor from um, a, a trusted relative that drinking pee kills the virus. Um, so. Who the fuck was this trusted relative? Dr. Fauci himself? I mean, it does sound like some shit he'd say, right? I can see that as the next thing. Like, oh, yeah, um, 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 so, so you don't have to wear the, one of the three masks anymore. You don't have to you know, shove the Q-tip in your ass. You just have to drink your own pee every morning. Have a, have a pee smoothie. That'll, that'll keep you safe from the virus. You know, if only the people <laughs> in Texas had known this a week or two ago when that ice storm hit and they couldn't flush their toilets. Hey, guys. I know it's a problem. I know you can't flush your toilets. I know you can't really do much of anything. But got to tell you, one thing you can do, drink your own piss. What? Oh, well, it'll protect you from COVID. Hey, you know what? Half okay. of them would do it. Half of them would the do it. The whole city of Austin would do it. Everybody but Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I give, give it two months. Give it two months and CNN will be saying it. Yep. And like I said, half the country will be doing it. These people do anything. Exactly. You know, I think I would honestly need a little bit more convincing than to have my relative call up and be like, hey, you know what? I'd be like, you know, all right, Batty Aunt Betty. It's, you know, it's cool that you've got a Gaia subscription and all. But, I mean, honestly, I'm going to need a little more evidence here. Like, I wonder if that relative at least drinks their own piss, you know? That's a great question. Or were they just like, oh, Is yeah, this a man. family of piss drinkers? <laughs> Piss drinkers. <laughs> Sounds like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> no, 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 just trust me, man. I heard it like uh, like on a message board, you know, like yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's hydroxychloroquine. Like, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you ever meet one of those families, or maybe you are one of those families where you meet other people, right? And you realize, huh? 
Not every family does that. <laughs> I bet these people have a lot of those moments. Could you imagine spending all week drinking piss and then you catch it anyway? But you know, honestly, I bet drinking, I, I bet COVID wasn't the only reason they drink their own piss. I'm sure it has a myriad of health benefits, according to Aunt Linda. I'm sure, I'm sure drinking piss is like Windex in my big fat Greek <laughs> wedding. I mean, <laughs> you know, just fixes it all up. Like, you know, that, I, <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably how they found out that, that it didn't work is that they caught it. You know, like, like by day five, I didn't even mind the taste. And then they realized, oh, wait, I, I don't have a sense of taste. <laughs> Wait, maybe, isn't that one of the symptoms? Oh my god. Well, maybe that's where I the, got the Rona. Yeah, there you go. Maybe that's where the expression comes from. You know, I was just taking the piss out of you. Literally in this case. <laughs> Seriously. Well, speaking of things that you probably shouldn't ingest, our next story takes place at a Portland, Maine McDonald's where a man with a chainsaw chased employees away so he could steal food and drinks. That seems a little excessive. Doesn't it? I mean, I'm pretty sure a good $20 bill can buy almost everything on the menu. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Afterward, when the manager confronted him outside, because, you know, that's a thing that you should do as a McDonald's manager, um, he chased him away while revving the chainsaw like something straight out of Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando, and then used it to damage a bunch of vehicles in the parking lot. I, know, I was going to say, like, since when does a McDonald's manager get paid enough to fight with Leatherface in the fucking parking lot? <laughs> like, I don't... I, you know, I'm sorry, man. 15 bucks an hour? I'm just going to call the cops for this one. Like, I'm, that guy can have those Big Macs. He, I'll throw in a quarter pounder with most, keys. Most major chains of any kind, most major retailers will tell you not to chase after a thief because they don't want to have the, you know, lawsuit or, like, workman's comp situation come up. McDonald's apparently is like, don't let any of these motherfuckers get away with one McDouble or not your... one single fry. It's your ass. <laughs> I'm going to go and steal food with a chainsaw. You better believe I'm going to, like, some high-end, five-star, Michelin-star restaurant. Like, I'm going to Gordon Ramsay's place to fuck some shit up, not McDonald's. You think that Gordon Ramsay... What's his, um... You guys ever watched Hell's Kitchen? Oh, yeah. You know how he's got that French guy, that manager? Jean-Pierre? Yeah. Yeah. You think Jean-Pierre would go out and fight a guy with a chainsaw if he stole, like, a steak from Hell's Kitchen? Ah! I don't know which would be scarier, honestly, Leatherface or Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay would make him do it. Yeah. Like, JP, JP, uh, Jason Voorhees, he's in the dining room. <laughs> he, he's chasing cover four with a bloody machete. Uh, yeah, handle it. Handle it. That's why you're, you're in the big box, yeah? Yeah? Now, now, now who burned this fucking risotto? <laughs> Oh, shit. Freddy Krueger! Freddy Krueger's in the parking lot! <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's running away with a lobster tail! Oh, no! Jean-Pierre, you gotta, you gotta chase down Michael Myers! Now, see, this is the Halloween special we all want to see. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Anyway, um, here's another kitchen nightmare for you. Ooh. How's that for a segue? Um, so... <laughs> So we go to Hokkaido, Japan, where a guy called an ambulance after a 15-hour meal at a family restaurant. Okay, uh, okay so, 15-hour meal. Yeah, 15 hours. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, that all 
mathematically adds up. I mean, I'm assuming he had a bit of a tummy ache. Um, yeah, maybe just a little. Um, so, so this guy, um, he shows up in the morning, um, he sits down for breakfast, and he just parks his ass at this restaurant all day long. Jesus Christ. Um, he eats through eight full meals of food. Eight? He, he ate through eight <laughs> full meals of food, and what then the finally- Eight meals a day? <laughs> so finally, it's like 11 o'clock at night, um, and this guy- he calls the paramedics. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you ever hear that phrase? I'm going to eat so much at this restaurant, they're going to have to wheel me out of here. Well, apparently he took it uh, He took it literally. <laughs> a little bit. Um, well, it turns out he should have called, uh, instead of calling an ambulance, he should have called a lawyer. Really? Or maybe his bank, because uh, it turns out his tab was a lot more than he could afford. Um, so his Shocker. tab was... 3,007 yen, and he had 20 yen. So I'm not really, you know, up on the latest exchange rates, but 3,000 is a lot more than 20. It is a lot more than 20. You know, I, I, this is a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack, but I have to say, have a little bit of respect for the man. You know why? Because he got a, like, he, he was able to do this? Like, no, not because he was able to do this. This is insane and a mistake, clearly, on many levels. But at least he went to an actual restaurant. He gorged himself on real food, not McDonald's, not piss, real food. So, you know what? Did Maybe they, it's not so bad, folks. Did, did they not have like a gourd, golden corral in in Japan? Did, you know, that's you a know, great like question. a buffet. Because like if you, if you must sit around and eat for have, fifteen hours they straight, they have those you sushi know? places where the sushi comes like just on a conveyor belt and you can just pluck it all day long. Well, yeah, but you got to pay for each like individual. Well, you sushi have to roll, pay right? for all your eight meals too. Well, yeah, but if you go to like an all-you-can-eat the- buffet and you take it literally, like that's I always wanted. To see somebody actually go to an all-you-can-eat buffet and force them to, like, kick you out. The savings that you get on frozen food that they've heated up and flopped in trays at Golden Corral cannot possibly make up for the emergency room bill that you will receive after pulling a stunt like this. You know, I wonder if this guy was just, like... Planning on doing a dine and ditch, like at breakfast. Like he only had twenty yen. I'm I'm guessing that's like twenty cents. Something you know, like no, that, no, right? No five five bucks or something. Yeah, like I don't. I bet he didn't even have enough to buy the first meal. You know, he was probably just planning on just like dining and ditching at breakfast. He was just he was just a hungry guy. He just wanted to get like some toast or something. Sure. But he didn't have the nerve, and he's just one of those people that eats through his nerves. So, like, he just kept ordering and ordering and digging himself into a deeper hole until, like, finally he's just, like, he's too full to run out of the place. It's an awkward situation. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I mean, he was in Japan. So, I mean, he he may have been eating sushi. And, I mean, everybody knows you eat sushi, you're, you're going to be hungry again 15 minutes later. So, you might as well just stay put, right? Well, he's got to stay put now because he got arrested for fraud. I don't think they're going to be serving him eight meals a day in prison. <laughs> Not a food. <laughs> well, if you think that eating 15 hours of Japanese food is impressive, a teenager in Manchester, England, had to undergo life-saving surgery after swallowing 54 magnets. 
Okay, this is just getting weirder and weirder tonight. <laughs> he, he ate 54 magnets? According to his mother. Why the fuck would he do that? <laughs> his mother, who is apparently not that ashamed of him for this, I would be. Um, but apparently she claims he's a science enthusiast. And he was performing a scientific experiment to see if he could gain magnetic abilities. This is why you don't buy your kids comic books. <laughs> Something tells me he wasn't that much of a science enthusiast. Because uh, he could have just cracked open a book. <laughs> your kid might just be a moron, lady. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, what does he think he is? A cartoon? Like, well, let me go drink some jet fuel and see if I can fly. <laughs> I mean, look, don't pick on him too much. He's just a kid. You watch. By the end of the year, he's going to be on the cover of Time Magazine. You know, they're going to make him the person of the year. They're going to bring him down to the UN. They're going to be like, this brave young boy, he convinced President Biden that America needs to pay a $50 trillion annual magnet tax. He's truly saving the planet. Believe in the science. Oh, God. That's terrifying. I don't... <laughs> I don't even know what that would look like, but I have a feeling they'd be injecting us with magnets very soon. Don't get your magnet vaccine, folks. <laughs> we all got to get magnetized. Hopefully they're not paying attention because I think we just gave them an idea. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway, we're getting a call and it's uh, it's on the international line. Ooh, okay. I'll pick that one up. Uh, country code 44. You're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling in from. Yes, this is Brian Bedford. I'm calling you from London, England, and I'm on the set of my hit television program for season three, Brain Boozled. Oh, with God. Brian Bedford. <laughs> I, you know, Brian. Last time you How called us, you did some. You? I'm okay. You know, last time you called us, you did some pretty disturbing stuff. I don't really feel like getting into it this time, Brian. I got to be honest with you. Uh, no, no, I absolutely have to call you because uh, it, it sounds to me as if you're promoting, um, frankly, you're promoting people to uh, to try to knock me off of my perch, as it were. Uh, you want people to swallow magnets in order to, uh, to what, to, 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 to do parlor tricks? To, to, to try to be a, a stage magician? That's foolish. It's, it's what? It's, no, it's, nobody... Nobody wants anybody. We're not. We don't yes. want anybody to eat magnets. We think it's insane and dumb. No, I, I just heard your your last story. I mean, I, I wasn't listening that closely, but you, you said uh, you encouraged uh, some uh, some child in Manchester. He ate a, a bunch of magnets because he wanted to do a magic trick. Uh, that's not magic. That's just uh, it's it's being a fucking buffoon. It's it's, it's frankly it's, it's idiocy. Brian, you completely... I, 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 you should be ashamed of yourself. That you, is you, deplorable. It's not magic. Brian, you completely misheard us. He wasn't doing a science... He was doing a science experiment, not magic, and it was stupid, and we were making fun of him for it because nobody should do that. No, no one should do it at all. No one should do any sort of magic because they are not... Brian Bedford. I am the world's premier. I, I, I'm not a. I'm not even a magician. I'm a mentalist. Do you know what that means? You know, Brian. I don't know if there's it something wrong can, with our I connection can, because I can get inside. Ahem, ahem, zip it. <laughs> 
I can get inside of your actual mind. I can take over the workings of your brain, and I can make you do anything I want. In fact, I've actually developed my powers. Uh, I, 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 I've leveled up, as they say. I'm more powerful than I've ever been, more than I was before. Uh, in fact, I'm working on the premiere, the season three premiere, right now. Um, I'm actually here in London with my first victim, <clears throat> I mean, with, with the first subject of brain boozling. Uh, he's a, a, a gentleman named Nigel. Uh, would you like to meet him? You know, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm pretty terrified to meet him, Brian, but you know what? <laughs> Screw it. Go ahead. Nigel, Nigel, you're going to be on the radio. You're going to be on the radio. I'm going to have the Hello? Hello. Hello, my, my name's... Hi, hello. My name's Nigel. Hi, Nigel. And Brian... Hi, uh, Brian Bedford has ruined my bottom. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's ruined my life. He's ruined my life. I made him say bottom. <laughs> Why? I, I, he makes me say words I don't want to say. I, you, you hear what I say. I, I'm, I'm Brian Bedford's little meat puppet. What the fuck? <laughs> yes, you are. Brian, this Brian, is... Brian Bedford controls my, my mind, and he, he makes me say horrible things. And it's, it's made it really difficult for me and my career because I am a professional fuzz wanker. Oh! <laughs> what do you do for a living, Nigel? Tell the world. Tell, tell the radio. I'm, I am, I'm a fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy fuzz wanker. Oh my I'm god. I'm a fuzz wanker. I'm a cock wambler. I'm a, I'm, I tickle balls. Don't try and stop this. It's not funny. I'm a school teacher. I'm a school teacher. I don't tickle bollocks. No, 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 no. Don't stop it. Stop lying, Nigel. What do you do for a living? I tickle bollocks. Brian. 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 Give me a phone. Yes, yes. Hello, this is Brian. This is sick. I mean, honestly, every time you call in, you reach a new low. Can you just stop? Like, why can't you just leave this man alone? Why do you have to mess with him? What are you doing to him? I am making this man a television star. He's going to be famous. Do you realize that we are on television? On Brain Boozled with Brian Bedford. You're going to use him for one episode, and then he's going to have to go back to his life. I, 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 I don't, I don't want to. I didn't want to be on the program. I want to. I, I, I want to sign my fortune away. I want to sign my life to Brian Beckford. Yes, say it again. I want to sign. 
all of my belongings to Brian Bedford. This is no. <laughs> Brian, stop no, it. No, I don't. Everything I own belongs to Brian. Oh, my God. This is <laughs> this is not right. Why are you crying, Ayul? You look so happy. <laughs> oh, you know, Brian, I can't, I can't, I can't take this. this is, I'm, I'm going to call Interpol on your ass. Like, this is ridiculous. Tune in next Thursday at 8 o'clock for Brain Booter and Brian Bedford. That man is more awful every time we talk to him. I don't know how it's possible. I I mean, you gotta say, though, I mean, he's a, he's a pretty good mentalist. Is he? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he, what did he, he turned that guy in, in, what did he say, a meat puppet? You know, if I never hear the phrase <laughs> meat puppet again, it will be a happy day. I, I, I mean, I, I, let's just say I can see how he's been kicked out of so many continents. Oh, yes, for yeah. sure. You know what? Actually, on another subject, I can't believe I'm the one saying this, but why don't we actually go to commercial? All right. Well, um, I've got one queued up, so here we go. Great. In times of political instability, when reckless governments print worthless fiat currency like paper and give it out like candy, no amount of savings in dollars, stocks, or bonds is enough to ensure you and your family's future. Will a new party at the helm steer your finances in the right direction or evaporate your life savings to dust with skyrocketing inflation? Here at Rockstar Precious Metals, we say, don't leave it to chance. But don't take my word for it. Let's hear from our celebrity spokesman. Whoa! <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh, my name is Dirk Shocker from Shocker. Uh, to this day, I still remember the first precious metal that I bought with my very own money that I stole from my mom's purse. Um, it was 1982. I was at Tower Records right here in Hollywood, and I bought Iron Maiden, the number of the beast, 666, uh, for six bucks, dude. <laughs> well, guess what? Today, that same record, it goes for 32 fucking dollars, man. That is some real precious metal. Like, I mean, six bucks, 32 bucks, that's, like, I mean, it's astronomical. And, and just for you, I am going to liquidate my entire record collection. I mean, we've, we got Anthrax, we got Ozzy, we got Venom, we got Slayer, we got Megadeth, and of course, we got, we got motherfucking Shocker. Dirk, 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 we, we don't sell rock and roll records. What are you doing? And didn't you read the contract? What? Dude, what are you talking about? I, I mean, for one, I don't read. Two, I can't read. We're a gold dealer. We sell gold. Oh, gold. I mean, that's cool, man. I mean, whatever. 
I don't know why you want to sell gold. I mean, you know, you know, maybe you should call him a rapper or something. Like, you know, like call him one of those jungle guys. Like, I mean, yeah. But you think I want to wear a gold chain? Like, you think I look like Mr. Fucking T or Flavor Flav or whatever? Like, fuck you. You know, fuck gold. Nobody should buy gold. Fuck you. Buy my records. You, you want you want something that goes up in value? Like, hey, why are you kicking me out? I can, I can make my own way out. Fuck you. Fuck your security, too. Fuck, fuck all of you people. Go, go to rock, Rockstar. Rockstarpreciousmetals.com and, and invest today. All right. Well, if you thought the first half of the show was ridiculous this week, um, why don't we calm things down a bit with uh, with a little politics talk, huh? Oh yeah, because that's real serene, and that'll that'll just you know that couldn't be ridiculous these days, right? Oh, no, of course not. No. Uh, like this first story here, uh, where the editor of the Daily Beast accused Tucker Carlson of photoshopping googly eyes onto a picture of dim-witted Congresswoman <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> I'm sorry. They think Tucker Carlson of all people is putting googly eyes on anything. They think Tucker Carlson owns googly eyes and glue, and he's going around googly eyeing things. Apparently, they 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 don't think that uh, you know he's he's a good orator. They don't think that he's got uh, the ability to you know to to actually command an argument. Um, and they don't think that he knows how to handle logic and facts. They think that he needs to take googly eyes, stick those on top of her face, and um and use those um on his uh, Fox News show. Tucker Carlson seems like the type of guy who unwinds by watching C-SPAN. <laughs> I don't think he goes around with arts and craft supplies rogue. I mean, even if he did, let me get this straight. They are mad about googly eyes? Like, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, just, I just love the fact that, the, 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 like, that's a, a bone of contention. Like, how dare you use the googly eyes? I mean, of all the thing of all the underhanded tactics that you goddamn conservatives could use, you pulled out the fucking googly eyes. Um, but the best thing is, um, <laughs> the best thing is those. Wait till they find out about well, the uh, bugles nails that we can put on. Well, the, the best thing is those are her real eyes. <laughs> what? Yes, he didn't. Nobody, he, he, Tucker didn't Photoshop any googly eyes. Nobody on his staff photoshopped any googly eyes. He didn't find a a, a meme. So no, they saw AOC her, just looks like that. So they saw her real eyes. These people who apparently are fans of hers, and they were like, "That's not the person I like." <laughs> Clearly, somebody Tucker Carlson has googly eyed. You know what? You know, I I don't know. I I know she had, she had some striking features, but uh. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe this sounds a little extreme even for her. She must have, I don't know, caught a glimpse of someone's wallet or something. I mean, if a politician's eyes bulge out of their sockets so much that they can be mistaken for a Tex Avery cartoon, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just saying, might just be a socialist. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe this will wake the guy up at the Daily Beast and he'll look into AOC a little bit. Like, hmm, if she actually looks that you think that that's gonna wake up maybe a, a daily she's beast. crazy they all look crazy i mean <laughs> like literally all, every single one of them looks great like just going off their looks i mean that you could you could hold a freak show just from like the democratic caucus oh yeah like I mean, 
I mean, I, I, I get Lori Lightfoot up in there, zombie <laughs> woman. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, she's been in Congress for 35 years. I wouldn't even let her into an AA meeting. And she <laughs> probably needs one. She definitely needs one. I mean, one. they want to give her the nuclear codes. Yeah, that that could, that just goes to and show you. how about you. that dude from, uh, the other guy from California, the, uh, what's his name, uh, Schiff? Oh, yeah. Talk about googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. You know, it just, you know, it goes to show you pump enough narcotics into the population and really, you know, they can look past anything. That's why they want us all doped up. Amen. So we don't see the googly eyes. That's right. (laughs) Speaking of the Democrats, I thought this was a pretty funny one. So the other day, alleged Vice President Kamala Harris came back home to California for some reason i guess she had the weekend off no, or whatever no, I, I can tell you why yeah why she had to go back um there's a lot of dicks in california they're not gonna suck themselves okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's that but uh, anyway cbs la broadcast the vice president motorcade and the huge crowd of supporters welcoming her back to the golden state and uh gotta say folks i really can't even make this up there was literally two people in the crowd. Two people? Two old hippies. Just two. Well, like Sam and Pam? It might be. Yeah, it kind of looks like them, doesn't it? <laughs> to be fair, I mean, most of her voters, you know, they've been dead for years. You know, like, what, what do they want? Like a rally or a scene from Dawn of the Dead? Oh, come on. They're not all dead. Look, if they're not, they're in prison. Or maybe in another country. Uh, I mean... Look, it, it's not exactly Trump supporters we're dealing with here. Like, they they can't even make it to the freaking motorcade, you know? Yeah, look, I mean, just because she got 100 billion votes <laughs> in November doesn't mean that she's actually popular in her own home state or anywhere, look, for that matter. Look, maybe somebody should run the crowd through uh, one of these Dominion machines. Hmm. You know, turn those two burnouts into 90,000 screaming fans. Or do like the NFL does, just make up cardboard cutouts of supposed fans using AI to, like, create faces. Oh, like the CGI people? Yes! Deep <laughs> the, fake. the Zoom backgrounds, like yes. the WWE crowd? Absolutely! <laughs> and, hey, if you question any of this, you know, you're racist. Yep. Because, um, in case you guys didn't know, math is racist now. What? Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay, explain that. <laughs> All right, well, this actually comes from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Of course. Um, they've been course. bankrolling some insane activist organization. Um, they literally say that math is racist. You know, I gotta say, finally. Fucking finally. I can't even tell you how many times I've prayed for someone to do something about all these bigoted numbers like maybe it's just me but i'd kind of think that math is like about the only thing that even a crazy liberal couldn't make into a race issue um you know unlike uh like eugenics maybe but i what do i know like i don't make shitty software and try to sterilize third world people with vaccines for a living so you know i i I think i understand where this is going (laughs) i really do because the only way that i can figure it in my head 99, good number. One, racist. 99%, They're always talking about the 1% evil. Oh, yeah. So those are the only numbers I know of that are good and bad. I mean, is there more to it than that? Um, well, I, like I was thinking about like that old joke. The what? Yeah, well, you know, um, um, you know how why six is scared of seven? 
What? Because seven, eight, nine. Maybe seven eight nine because he's a white supremacist. Okay, you know, let's, let's, uh, uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. You know what? What is this? What is this? What is this? Somebody explain it to me. Somebody explain this shit. This is stupidity. Anyway, the Gates Foundation, these creeps funneled about $140 million to a conglomerate of so-called educational organizations called A Pathway to Equitable Math Instruction, which is dedicated to, quote, dismantling racism in mathematics instruction. They claim that math itself is used to uphold capitalist, imperialist, and racist views. Math. Yeah. The concept and practice of math. Correct. They got $140 million to do this? $140 million bucks. How is that? These people who hate capitalism so much, how is it that they need so much goddamn money? Right? Like, look, I'll tell your kids math is gay for a fraction of that. Give me 14 grand. Oh, watch it. What? You said fraction. <laughs> What's next? You gonna get up and start goose stepping around the room? Let's just move on. This is train wreck. (laughs) Anyway, if you thought math was racist, wait till you find out about board games. Board games. Board games. Is there anything that isn't racist? Well, yeah, ironically, I mean, hating white people. That's absolutely racism free. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Anyway, what's the board game? Actually, I'm going to guess um, it's chess because the white pieces get to move first. Ooh, great idea, but no. Scrabble. Just think about all the hate speech that could shake out of that pouch. I mean, there's letters that you can spell anything with those letters. They can't, yeah. There's there's no governor to control what's coming out of that Scrabble pouch. You know, that's actually, it's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying, yeah. There's at least three K-trials in that. <laughs> you know, I wish you would stop feeding them ideas, because you're probably just ahead of the curve here. I can see all of that happening, so give them time. But this time, we're talking about Monopoly. Monopoly. Monopoly's racist. At least according to an article published in The Atlantic last month that positions that the classic game reflects a legacy of racism and inequality because it features property values. You know, maybe Monopoly is just behind the times. Uh, I mean, at the rate we're at, America won't feature property values by the end of the year. (laughs) And here's what I'm having trouble understanding. Racism, bad. Capitalism, good. Not to these people. Why are they the same thing to these people? Why is it that racism and capitalism are, like, interchangeable? They're two completely different things. Oh, it's almost like they don't even try to make sense anymore, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's like, it's like what, ne- what next? Like, you know... Like, oh, did you hear about that horrible racist? Oh, man, what did he do? Did he uh, did he call somebody a, a slur? Did he, did he discriminate against somebody, you know, because of his ethnicity? Oh, oh my God, did he commit a hate crime? Did, did, he, did he assault somebody? Oh, no, 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 worse. He owns property. <laughs> He's a homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> the horror. Imagine if he's a landlord, too. Might as well just start fitting him for his white sheets. Well... <laughs> If all this doesn't make sense to you, like it, 
doesn't make sense to us. Uh, maybe the problem is that you just don't know how to see color. Mm, that could be a problem. Well, luckily, a new PSA campaign from the Cartoon Network, of all places, is here to teach kids how to be anti-racist by getting rid of their colorblindness. I would like to be surprised. But instead, I'll just mock them. So let's get this straight. We're getting rid of their colorblindness? So now we're teaching children to be anti-racist by teaching them to be racist. Yeah, basically. They're like, yeah, you know, I see everybody is the same. You know, I, I don't see somebody as being black or being brown or being white or yellow. I just see them as, you know, as Paul or, or Mary or, or Phil. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> No, dude, that is not a human being. That is not an individual. <laughs> when are we going to start ranking them, folks? When are we going to decide which color's most important? I mean, they probably, they're working on that PSA next. Um, I mean, you got to start It'll young, apparently. It'll be like the food pyramid, just like, you know. God. I mean, you got to start them young if you want the propaganda to work. So, so basically, this PSA, um, I watched it. It was really cringe, really bizarre. So it's got a black kid and a white kid. And the two kids are just hanging out. They're friends. It starts out great. You know, they don't see color. Kids usually don't. Yeah, I think it. I think it, it's starting off on the right foot. Um, then this racist fucking alien shows up. This what? An alien. And he's like, a racist alien? Well, yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, how come you're calling that black dude by his name? Didn't you notice that he's black? Are you kidding me? Not even kidding. And, and just to drive it home, he's like, look, I'm a big purple alien. Are you just going to ignore that too? Are you going to call me by my name? I'm, a, I'm an alien. That's that, that makes my identity. You got you got to start seeing color. Okay. I really feel... I mean, maybe I'm going out on a limb here. I don't know. But I feel like it's the right thing. So I'm just going to say it. I do feel like this is the complete opposite of what they'd be doing if they wanted to end racism. It's not exactly what MLK used to talk about, right? Not exactly. But then again, you know, everybody knows Martin Luther King Jr. was a white supremacist. Apparently. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Remember Cancel when, him. Remember when cartoons are about wholesome things like selling action figures and breakfast cereal? Saying please and thank you, <laughs> being nice to everyone. The good old days. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, we're getting another. Uh, actually, it looks like we missed the call. Oh, yeah. Um, it looks like they were kind of hanging on there, but um, that's the voicemail though. A Area Cody three one. What, what do you say? Should we just play it on air? Yeah, let's uh, let's give it a shot. Can you cue that up? Yeah, I'll just I'll just pull it up. Okay. Alright, here we go. Hi, this is Pam with I don't see anything wrong with what Cartoon Network's doing at all. And I find that children's television is a really great vehicle for training the children in my classroom to be more anti-racist and pro-queer. In fact, with the way parents have been complaining these days, I'm happy to report that I've been showing their children a new program that I found out of Seattle that I think will really set the standard for America's future. And just so you know, next time I call, be sure to pick up because 
My opinions are incredibly valuable. I was recently named the County of Santa Cruz's asexual, genderqueer, anti-capitalist, third grade teacher of the year. You know, I I feel terrible that we missed uh, Miss Pam's call. Oh yeah, I would have loved to talk to her. <laughs> How funny is it that we we mention her and she calls in? I think she listens to us every week, which is very she weird. She listens to us. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's speak of the like... commie, and the commie appears. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. She's stalking us. <sighs> but you know, I gotta say, I don't even. I, I mean. We don't have to do her any favors. I mean, yeah, she left a voicemail, but, like, there's a lot of red flags there. I mean, for one, what did she say? First of all, she's in California. She's winning awards. This is terrifying. But then she's got this programming out of Seattle. You know, I'm I'm just surprised that she hasn't been named to to Biden's cabinet yet. It is shocking. You know? Like, I mean, they got that, uh, that, that freakazoid that wants to chop off penises. It seems like she'd fit right in. Well, yeah, <laughs> she'd probably have to install some hardware, but yeah. Um, I, I, I do have that email though. Do you? I do. I, I do have an attachment from her. Oh, it's God. it's a video. It's an MP4. It's it's like about eight minutes long. Um, we haven't screened it. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like it'd be funny. All right, I don't want to leave our viewers with a cliffhanger. Let's just. I mean, what's the worst? Yeah. I mean, if it sucks, we'll just turn it off, right? Yeah, I guess so. All right, so let's uh, let's see what this is. Hey, boys and girls, oh it's me, very helpful, the talking teddy bear. Oh, it is not guess this what? demonic it's shit. It's almost is time. It? He's almost here. Are you ready? Uh, he's ready to see you. Uh, okay, okay, okay. No more waiting. Do you think uh, they I'm actually allow the these psychos now, near okay? children for this shit? Apparently. Oh, God. It's the West Coast, you know? I'm back! <laughs> hey, kiddos! It's your old pal, Dr. Ding Dong! <laughs> I know it's been an awful long time since we've all been together here at Ding Thank Dong Land. God. But you know what's Not long enough. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And my heart's beating like crazy because it sure is nice to see each and every one of you kiddos back right here in Ding Dong Land today. Kind of creepy. But don't take my word for it. (laughs) Very helpful. Fetch me my stethoscope. Oh, oh, okay, Dr. Ding Dong. I'll get the stethoscope. Alright, kiddos, now you at home, now put your ear up to the television set. I will not be doing that. Oh, come on. Don't be shy. No. Press your whole ear right up to the TV screen. Go ahead. You heard the man. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't seem safe. Do you hear it? That's the sound of your old pal, Dr. Ding Dong's heartbeat! Why? You know, this fragile little heartbeat might not sound like much, but it's everything. It's what makes it so I can be here on your TV screen every week so I 
you maybe laugh you science and sing or something. and play with your kiddos so I can teach you about everything I know. <laughs> and if anything ever happened to old Dr. Ding Dong's heart, like, uh, say if one of you went to the kitchen when your mommy and daddy were asleep at night, what? and if you got a big, sharp knife, oh, no, not that one. No, no, get, get the biggest, sharpest, stabbiest knife in the, in the drawer there. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, if you get that knife and you stab me right here, right in the chest, <laughs> well, there'd be no more Dr. Ding Dong and Perry Helpful Show. <laughs> I'd go away forever because I'd be dead. <laughs> Is this? They put this but, but on the, the air. Doctor Ding Dong, the, the kiddos wouldn't, wouldn't stab stab you with the kitchen knife. You're you're Doctor Ding Dong. You you can't die. Oh, oh, I know that. Very helpful. Don't don't you they're, worry. Doctor Ding Dong, not going anywhere. <laughs> you see. I'm just using my squishy old heart as a metaphor to talk about something else that's just as fragile. What's a metaphor, Dr. Ding Dong? Oh, well, a metaphor is when you say one word to tell a story about something else. And I thought some For example, I up. just told you and all the kiddos about sneaking into the kitchen at nighttime to, to find the sharpest, like pointiest knife they can. You know, in the, in the silverware drawer. Make sure mommy and daddy are asleep. <laughs> and, and taking that knife and stabbing it into my heart I know I as a metaphor to teach you about White fragility. Huh? White fragility? What's that? Oh, I'll tell you, very helpful. <laughs> you see, kiddos, today's lesson is that there's some people out there who really do need to go away forever because they're really, really bad. You see, Anytime these bad people see somebody that doesn't have white skin, they get really angry and they just want to hurt a teddy bear. them just because they're so mean and just because so, they're so nasty. Oh, oh, oh are, are, are they the reason that my friend Jamal's dad lives in jail? That's right, Very Helpful. They're the reason that all the black people in America's daddies live in jail. What? Or that, that their daddies get killed and beaten up by the police every single day for no reason at all. Oh, and, and Dr. Ding Dong, Dr. Ding Dong, um, did the white fragility make my friend Maria's mommy go back to Mexico? You betcha! <laughs> and Maria, she's probably sleeping on the floor in a shipping container <laughs> right there on the border now. <laughs> she, they're gonna child traffic her, too. Okay, you know what? <laughs> and guess what, kiddos? 
This is all because of the evil, racist white people. This and cannot be white an actual kid show. I don't think I And you know what? You probably have this a couple of oh. these bad, bad people in your house. And she house. shows this to third what? graders. Now, do you know who they she just are? She they're in their house. They're called your mommy and daddy. No. And they're racist. Come on. That's so, bullshit. So, Dr. Ting Tong, th does that mean the kiddos should stab their mommy and daddy what? with the, what the knife that? from the kitchen? That's right, Barry Helpful. Right there in the heart. Call 911. It's the only way to save the world. Call 911. <laughs> you don't your mommy and daddy to, to kill Jamal and to <laughs> rape Maria, do you? <laughs> we gotta, we gotta kill mommy and daddy. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go get the kitchen knife. You, you gotta Stop save your friends. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Ding. Um, I really don't know how to um react to that. You know how they say you should never open up attachments you weren't expecting from people you don't know in your email? I think that's, um, that that's what, like, I'd say we should send that to the FBI, but I mean, the FBI doesn't really... Well, we should send it to somebody. Damn. That's sick. Yeah, that's sick. And she's playing it in school? Who the hell's giving her awards? I mean, the like Chucky the, the doll? It's like Hitler Youth shit. He's like some kind of psycho clown. I know. I'm ready for a drink. That's Jesus Christ. Um. Well. Um. All right. I, I mean, I don't really know how we should follow that up. I, I got I mean, another yeah, segment. I got, I got a tip for you. If you're a parent out there, don't let your kids. Be on YouTube or anywhere at all. Just watch what they monitor at all times. Like, the content that people are putting out for children these days is getting much worse. Much worse. Um, all right. You know what? Um, I think we'll, uh, we'll pull up a commercial. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal. Longhorn Flanagan. If you're a wrestling fan, you know me as the Texas Terrorist. If you're an internet liberal, you know me as a domestic terrorist. All because I've been telling all my fans the truth about this fella named Q Anon. So when I got banned from Twitter and Facebook last week, I was hopping mad and ready to fly out to Silicon Valley and put some pencil neck nerds in the cattle stunner. That is, until a good brother smartened me up to a solution to all my social media problems. It ain't parlor, it ain't gab, and it sure as shit ain't made in China. Hell, it ain't on the computer at all. It's called Patriot Pigeons. 
Patriot Pigeons are real, live carrier pigeons. They're born and bred right here in the USA, and they're trained to deliver exclusive comms from Lynn Wood, General Flynn, Sidney Powell, and even the elusive QAnon himself from their secret locations to your doorstep every single day. I don't care how good they are with the computer, there's nothing Mark Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey can do to keep you from the truth now. Best of all, your Patriot drops are written in highly encrypted, invisible ink, and Patriot pigeons are white hat only. Trust the plan. Call 1-900-PIGEON-Q and sign up for just $49.99 a month. And remember, the Patriot Pigeons are in control. All right. All right. <laughs> so, um, have you seen the uh, this idiot that the Moron administration's nominated to be the next Attorney General? I've been trying to block it all out so oh, why don't boy. you fill me in um so they tried to put him on the supreme court back when obama was president that fell through um but it looks like he'll be the ag because um, really at this point nobody <laughs> nobody's stopping these people um uh, so anyway this guy's name's merrick garland now uh, he's not quite as old and senile as biden but he might be he might be a stupid wow that's saying something well you know it's probably a prerequisite you know like would you want to be, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you Ah, uh, if I couldn't walk, talk, or pee without assistance, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> well, anyway, at the Senate confirmation hearing, this guy was asked about his stance that election integrity protests are domestic terrorism, while BLM and Antifa riots and assaults on courthouses all summer are just fine. All right, well, look, we all know the real reason, but I'm genuinely curious how the future Attorney General of the United States weaseled his way out of this one. That's good. Um, you see, he said that Antifa burning down federal buildings is not a crime because it happens at night. Oh, gotta say, don't know how I missed that memo. Um, so now I, I take it we're just operating under the rules of the purge? I mean, maybe they're just giving up. They're, they're, I mean, like, I mean, have, have you been to, a, to one of these like liberal cities after dark? Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to try to deal with that shit either. Would be great know? to be like, you know, a person, a normal person living in one of these cities. I mean, what what's going to happen? Oh, hello, nine one one. Somebody's breaking into my house. Like, please come stop them. They're they have a weapon. I'm scared. My children are here. Well, sir, I mean, you know, sorry, uh, it's nighttime. <laughs> Check your watch, idiot. It's after <laughs> six o'clock. <laughs> really? Like, once the cover of darkness falls, retreat to your homes, America, and no, you better just, have steel doors. Yeah, I mean, it's like Johannesburg, you know? Like, oh, my we're God. just surrendering everything over to the criminals. Yeah, like, well, where's Batman when you need him, uh, ba right? Batman is canceled. Huh. You think they're going to let some rich, white, male business owner at that just go out and fight crime? Good like, point. I mean, have you seen the, uh, the the crime statistics? Batman is racist. All right. You know what? 
We're not ruining Batman tonight, okay? <laughs> Speaking of Biden nominees, his pick for the Office of Management and Budget Director, basically, you know, the person who prepares the president's budget every year, is uniquely qualified for the job. And I emphasize uniquely. Mm. Press Secretary Jen Psaki laid out the oh, case wow. on Twitter the other day, uh, this is how we get our news now. They, the I, politicians I just can't just wait to hear what this tweak shit out. Fucking Jen Psaki had to say. <laughs> it was so cut and dry that she only needed one tweet. Didn't even have to circle back. Nope. You see, she said that Mira Tandon, that's the nominee in question, is Asian, a woman, and best of all, she was once on government assistance. That's, wait, that's the qualifications? That's, that's all we get. That's all. That's all you need. So, could you imagine putting that on your like your resume, applying <laughs> for a job, like like you're applying for like a sales job or something? Yeah, a sales job. You're applying to be like the CFO of a company. Well, I mean, you might as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to start putting in some executive jobs now. I'm going to say I was on welfare one time. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what I look for. You know, when I'm trying to balance a five trillion dollar budget. Is a is a loser that ends up on welfare. Like, and I mean, I know it sounds bad, but like I ever care. Like, how many Asians have you ever met who are on welfare? Like, she must be the only Asian in America that sucks at math. Like her and Andrew Yang. Okay, you know what? <laughs> let's 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 be fair. I mean, we've all worked with somebody who's failed up, right? I mean, who 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 has no business? Being in the job they're in, but you know, Joe Biden. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a great example. I mean, look, there's plenty of people out there. They have no business doing what they do, but they just keep getting promoted or whatever. I mean, it's, maybe that's the, just the new norm these days. This, this is the like this. This is the the moron America. The more inept you are, the more of a loser you are. The higher up you go on the list, like you apply for a job with Biden and, and like list your qualifications, they better not be accomplishments. Oh fuck that! Like, they they don't want to know how much revenue you've brought in. They don't want to know like you know what your KPIs were. Like fuck that. Like they want to know like you know like, what type of genitalia do you have? Like that's <laughs> like, like, supposed that, to be illegal to ask that actually. Oh, no. Like you, you sit down for the interview, and they're just like so. Um, have you ever uh, mutilated your uh, your genitals? What? Well, what color uh, would you say your skin is? Uh, on, on a scale of one to ten, uh, how much of a victim are you? What? what? Um, uh, scale of one to ten. Um, I, and if you answer, oh, I'm an illiterate drug addict. Um, I, I just got out of prison for child molestation. You know, like life is really hard. You know, I'm a I'm a Guatemalan transsexual. Say no more. You are hired. You're new Secretary of State. Oh, Can't wait to get you in the White House. <laughs> oh my God. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, I, I don't even know what more to say about that, but you're damn right. I mean, nowadays, let's, 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 let's run a little experiment. Let's try that shit on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know, instead of listing your accomplishments for your jobs, just try, you know, Putting your personal business out there. I'm See how that goes. Um, <laughs> really like feet. <laughs> I, I got a pension for prostitutes, especially midget prostitutes. Um, crackhead, crackhead. I've been a crackhead for ten years now. Like, like, I mean, see, see how many job offers you get because I, I have a feeling that several of them are going to end in WhiteHouse.gov. Wow. Yeah. 
Anyway, one more story about Moron Joe here. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole show about him every week. I mean... It, the War on Moron Joe. The War on Moron Joe. I mean, honestly, like, it's... I, I can't believe the fucking world that we live in these days. He's... He might be the stupidest fucking person in America. Honestly, and they say I he's the president. I can't believe I'm saying this, but he should do even less public appearances. They should like, locked in a basement. They should keep. They should put a fucking dungeon underneath kidding? the White House. That's not good enough. <laughs> they need to get a cage of fluid that they float him in, hooked up to a tube, like out of a sci-fi movie. <laughs> just that, that's one way to keep him uh, keep him around till 2024. <laughs> You know, that's that's how we can actually get a State of the Union next year. Yeah, you know, yeah. Instead yeah. of instead of him talking, they'll just say, "Oh yes, his his in his infinite wisdom, Joe Biden has created a machine that takes his thoughts out of his mind and types them into the computer." And meanwhile, behind the scenes, like somebody's just like, "Yes, I'm thinking coherent thoughts, and here are my proclamations." Yeah, whoever uh, whoever's the the guy that types up the shit that he says on the teleprompter or tries to say on the teleprompter. <laughs> Or whoever like talks into his earpiece, or like maybe they could do like um like Krang, you know, like the Ninja Turtles. Maybe like, he could be like a puppet, and he could do hand. Like, they they love American Sign Language so he could much. Be a, he could be a meat puppet. Maybe <laughs> Brian Bedford could save America. Oh, no. and Joe Biden could be Brian Bedford's next little meat puppet. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, was that the story? It should have been. Uh, but, you know, the story is actually from an old appearance that Biden made before he was completely senile. He was still an idiot. Um, uh, it was from um, actually from when he was running for vice president, um, I think, from like uh, like 2007 or something um, on The Late Show with David Letterman. Oh, okay. um, So he was talking about a uh, when he was 21 years old. He claims that he got arrested for trespassing at the Capitol. I find that a little hard to believe. I mean, did the Capitol even exist when Biden was 21? Hell, had democracy been invented yet? <laughs> Get it? Because he's old. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> now this, is, this is funny for a number of reasons, of course. On the surface, it's funny in an ironic sense because of all the hysterics in the media on the left. Um, you know, trying to claim that the boomers walked through the Capitol on, on January 6th were some kind of invading army. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but it's really funny because he was completely fucking lying. Ah, well, um, that would be hilarious. Yeah, he, he did. When the president of the United States lies to us. That's great. I mean, every time he opens his mouth, he says some kind of weird, incoherent fucking lie. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he says... He's like, oh, yeah, I was in college. You know, I was fascinated by the Senate. Uh, so I went down there. I didn't realize what I was doing. Next thing you know, I was wandering out there under the Senate chamber. And this security guard grabs me and he says, son, you're under arrest. And wow. It's kind of unusually, uh, like, it's an unusual medical case, really. I mean, to have Alzheimer's as a college kid, too. And then, and then to live this long, I mean... Has he always been this way? Is this like a Benjamin Button thing? I mean, Joe what are we... B Joe Biden's had Alzheimer's for 70 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, no, apparently he just made the whole the whole story up. Like, I mean, what's he trying to do? Like, it's street cred? Just, like, making up stories about getting arrested? Like, how does that... Like, I mean, I know it's hard for you to get a security clearance because you're a Chinese communist agent. Honestly, but, like, you don't got to make up arrests, dude. Like, you know, becoming president of the United States 
was not the right move for Joe Biden. He clearly wants to be a guest on the Dr. Phil show. I mean, if he's just making stuff up for street cred, like, catch me outside. How about that? I was thinking like a SoundCloud rapper. But yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, like like, uh, like, like J-Rock. Yeah, you never heard of Bad Baby? <laughs> oh, God. Like that. <laughs> I forgot that she was a, a rapper, too. Yes. Yes. Uh, she's, Joe Biden, she's right in his wheelhouse, isn't she? It's not, it's Is she not, still underage? It's not too late. It's not too late. <laughs> Dr. Phil, if you're listening to The War on Morons, which I doubt, uh, but if you are, get Joe Biden on your show. Well, I mean, did you hear Biden busted out the uh, the N-word the other day no, in a speech? Disappointed, but not surprised. <laughs> he just, it just casually, just, just I, I, they didn't even, like, mention it in the news, but, like, he just, it just popped out, so. Well, we're just, we're just not going to mention that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a big deal. Yeah, so, so no $2,000 checks for you. More expensive gas, economies in shambles, and Joe Biden's dropping end bombs. So, yeah, gotta say, Trump didn't do that. <laughs> Could you imagine if he did? <laughs> God, they would have burned him alive. <laughs> oh shit! He, Trump would have Trump would have somehow made it cool though. Trump would have found a way to like like he would have done it and it, like he would have he would have like, done his little dancey dance with it. He would have like he would have like gotten little Wayne to be like it's cool man it's cool man he gave he pod man Trump cool man. I miss Trump's <laughs> dance moves. They were hilarious. Anyway, yeah. speaking of getting canceled, a gay is going to get canceled. Yeah. Once once they figure out that he's calling them all the <laughs> A gay organization in Michigan is getting targeted by an unlikely source, woke liberals. Look, eventually they're going to come for everybody. So now they're coming. They finally got to the gays. Yeah. Yeah. All and right, I mean, cool. you know, this is just, this is going to be how we rank. Who's most important based on race and sexual identity? So the story here is that the aptly named Camp Boomerang is a gay campground and they only want men on their grounds, gay men. Uh, you know, like actual men born with a penis and everything. Uh, they literally have to break it down in their guidelines, apparently. Um, why is, can I, uh, as an aside, why is this something we have to keep talking about? I don't want to know what's in anyone's pants, really. I don't. I don't want to know. It's because we live in an insane clown world. Like I, I don't even want to know that there is a, a camp boomerang. Um, but what? So I mean, what kind of woman wants to go to an all male gay campground anyway? Ah, oh, well, first mistake. Amateur hour over here is still thinking in terms of men and women. Oh, so oops. yeah, <laughs> I forgot. That's crazy talk <laughs> these days. <laughs> so what this place ran into is trans men. Men. <sighs> Who knew? So <laughs> trans men who still like men. So uh, I'm just, like I'm just so confused. So so these guys are the guys who make up the majority of this campground. They're so gay that they have to go to the woods to escape from women. <laughs> like they can't they don't even want to be anywhere near any estrogen whatsoever. <laughs> Bunch of chicks in baseball caps and overalls is not going to fly with them. No. And, and yet, these, like, super lesbians who are, like, so lesbian that somehow they turn into, like, kind of like men. What? 
Why do they want to? Like, why do these people want to be places they're not wanted? I don't. I don't want to go to a KKK meeting. Like, I, I, it, it doesn't appeal to me for some, like, <laughs> for some it, reason. Like, I know it's it's confusing. It is enough to make your head. Spin. But yeah, I, I like the idea of people that are overly woke at seeing it blow up in their faces. Like for once, it's like you know what? You guys probably are all you know on the same end of the spectrum. And the yeah. good news is. <laughs> We can always hold out hope. Over the next four years, there is a great chance that they'll divide and conquer the liberal party so much that they'll just fight amongst themselves. It'll be Antifa versus, uh, what was that group that protested in New York for a long time? You know the ones with the, the original Antifa. They hate capitalism too, but just differently somehow. Oh, like the, um, the, the, Against the wall, uh, against the wall, the, against wall Street. Yeah, they're so irrelevant now, called, but they're yeah. gonna make a comeback. And, you uh, know, it'll be occupy, it'll, occupy, yeah. occupy versus antifa, gays versus trans. <laughs> They'll all just start infighting each other. A giant slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> it'll all be over soon, folks. Yeah. Well, hey, if those gay guys are looking for a place where the girls aren't, um, even though they've invaded your treehouse. Your fucking treehouse in the woods. Um, there's always prison. Unless they're from New York, that is. <laughs> what? Well, don't worry. The, the, the women haven't invaded the men's prisons in New York yet. Um, but in New York City, apparently, um, nobody can stay in jail. <laughs> um, so we go to New York where a convicted felon has made the headlines for thanking state politicians for passing a law which allows offenders arrested for crimes considered nonviolent to be released from jail almost immediately after arrest without bail. Um, as a result, this guy has just notched his 140th arrest and counting. Okay, hold on a minute, because I remember when we covered that story. We've only been doing this show for a little over a year now. About a year and a half, yeah. So this guy's gotten arrested <laughs> 140 times since then? He's gotten more arrests than, like, the Yankees have played games. Good since God! <laughs> Maybe when he mugs ten more old ladies, a bunch of balloons will come flying down the subway and Bill de Blasio will come out to <laughs> shake his hand and give him a key to the city. Like, pretty much. Like, this guy, he literally got quoted in the Daily News just bragging. Like... <laughs> He's bragging about going around ripping people off for hundreds of dollars a day. He's saying there's nothing anybody can do to stop him. I'll just read the quote. <laughs> I can't even get it out. Quote, bail reform. It's lit. <laughs> and it's the Democrats. <laughs> okay. You know, at least somebody's voting for Cuomo. Like, they can put that on the billboard. Like, like, like reelect Andrew Cuomo, bail reform. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> like I mean, I think he's got the felon vote locked down because he certainly doesn't have him locked up. No, God, no. Um, crimes considered nonviolent under this law that he signed include second degree manslaughter, aggravated vehicular assault, third degree assault, promoting an obscene sexual performance by a child. Criminally negligent homicide. Okay, this is horrifying, actually. <laughs> and aggravated vehicular homicide. Um, the law also allows accused criminals to inspect their own crime scenes. Hmm. And it 
hands over the names of all witnesses set to testify against them within two weeks of their arrest. Excellent. You know, so I just have to say, I didn't think it was possible. Once Giuliani cleaned up the streets of New York, you had to think we were in the clear. But apparently they've undone all that. So if you're out there and you're listening and you happen to be a part of the mob, it's good to know that New York City is once again a free-for-all. I mean, it's like they saw that movie Escape from New York and were like, nah, 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 that's not the best way to do it. Like, <laughs> you want to see this place turn into a lawless hellhole? Like, just watch. Like, I'll show you. Just give me a year and a half. Like, we'll, you know, we'll, look, we'll, we'll make it so, like, no criminals can ever get arrested for, like, uh, for pretty much anything. Well, uh, you know, if if you try to witness a crime, you know, you can basically get whacked. Um, so mysterious how all these witnesses keep disappearing. Eh, fuck them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you mention that because when your city's being overrun by criminals, the economy's falling apart, and the government's killing everybody's parents, it is somewhat understandable how some New Yorkers could turn to substance abuse to help them cope, isn't it? I mean, I would just maybe move to Florida, but, I mean, I guess. All right. You know, the, a glass of wine after work, you know, maybe two. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to judge. Maybe even a joint. You know, I mean, these days it's it's practically legal. Is it legal up there? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, here we go. So, you know, if, yeah, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're being a loose with it. So, check out this headline from the New York Post. Okay. Columbia Professor. Quote. I do heroin regularly for work-life balance. <laughs> there ain't nothing regular regular about that, my friend. I mean, <laughs> that escalated really, 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 really quickly. I just, <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> heroin for work-life balance. I mean, what's he trying to balance it with? I love how he says, I do heroin regularly. I know he means, like, frequently, but... Regularly. Yeah, just a little regular heroin. I was trying to balance, you know, my, my, my life as a professor with my life as like a... A junkie. A, a junkie, yes. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy chairs the psych department at Columbia, and he's a married father of three. And he's also a huge drug fiend, as All it right. turns out. And he's tired of hiding it. So he just put out a book saying how he does heroin, sometimes as many as 10 days in a row. And he also, I mean, you'll be surprised to hear this, he also really enjoys MDMA and meth. <laughs> I mean, tenure is just amazing, isn't it? It's a hell of a drug. I mean, could you imagine anybody else doing this? Like, we were just talking about, like, uh, like, like business executives. Like, can you imagine, like, the CFO say, like, oh, yeah, let me, uh, let me tell the world about my frequent and brazen drug crimes. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, what are they going to do? Fire me? I got tenure. <laughs> Didn't Elon Musk get in, like, a world of shit for smoking yeah. weed on Rogan? Yeah, he, like, he, he, he took a couple puffs on the Rogan show. This guy's the richest man on earth. He, he he runs like three huge companies, and um, but I if mean, he was micro microdosing, it would have been acceptable. Yeah, I mean, who? I mean, who's this jackass? He's just some professor at Columbia, but he can, you know, he can just he can use drugs like Keith Richards. <laughs> I swear, my favorite quote from the article, and you got to read this article. Here it is: There aren't many things in life that I enjoy more than a few lines by the fireplace at the end of the day. Not spending time with his children or his wife or, or teaching and making a difference in the lives of his students. No, I enjoy a few lines of heroin in front of the fire. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking he was probably pretty wasted. I mean, if you thought like, you were he sick decided of, to put this out, if you, know? you thought you were sick of your husband because he drinks too much beer every Saturday or Sunday with the boys, 
just imagine being married to this jackball. Well, hey, I mean, at least he's not, you know, he's not spending too much time at the bar. Like you're sitting, you're sitting. They know where he is. Oh, yeah, he's just over in the corner. He just kind of zonked out. Imagine you're sitting <laughs> with your friends, you know, you're, uh, you know, I'm a lady. So you're sitting with your friends and they're saying, oh, how, how are you and Roger? And you're like, oh, God, I can't stand the man. He doesn't help with the dishes. He doesn't help with the kids. I mean, half the time he just gets home from work and he zones out for hours. I mean, I never even speak to him. And they're like, oh, my God, I know. My husband's the same way. And then you have to be like, no, he's not, because mine's on heroin. <laughs> well, to be fair, he balances it out with the meth. <laughs> with the I, I, I think that's what he was referring to with the work-life balance. God, make it stop. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Anyway, we've got a call coming in on line one, and um, frankly, I'm I, I think we should take it. I'm really curious to see what uh, what what anybody could say about this one. Um, you know, I, I got it. You know, I, look, I, I, what happens if I say no? Because I'll patch it through anyway. Fuck. <laughs> I'll just buckle up then. All right, area code two hundred three. You're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and location. Uh, yes, uh, this is Professor Archibald P. Canterbury uh, in uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, okay. Um, great. Yeah. Uh, um, of course, uh, I am a professor of metaphysical and parapsychological studies at Wadsworth University, uh, so I am an expert when it comes to the educational arts. And I feel that you are being quite unfair to my colleague at Columbia. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're being unfair to him about his heroin habit. Correct. Correct. It is, it is quite, you, you do not understand the rigors of attempting to educate the youth. The, the youth are, are quite precocious. Oh, you need to unwind. It is very important. To, oh, you, you, you must have, mm, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't understand. We all do it. We all do it in order to have a proper balance, uh, with our professor, professorial duties, as well as our, mm, uh, duties as a man and a human being. Hmm? Yes. Well, what kind of duties could you possibly have that require heroin usage? <laughs> well, it, it, it is important to unwind and uh, to relax and to get a, a, a little bit of um, self-reflection. Look, personally, I, uh, I am not a fan. I, I do not uh, enjoy that particular uh, <laughs> substance um, uh, myself. I, uh, well, I, I regularly inject a, a tincture, a, a powerful concoction. Uh, it's um, similar in some respect. It's, um, it's, it's a concoction of opium. Uh, uh, actually, it's more of a laudanum. And um, a demon's blood. What? Uh, demon's blood. I, I purchased it from a Chinaman. Uh, yes, I, I, purchased, I acquired the demon's blood from a Chinaman in a back alley in, uh, in Flushing, Queens. Why would you do that? Uh, because when you mix the demon's blood with the laudanum and you inject it into your arteries, 
Oh, it allows you to see the other side and commune with Mephistopheles himself. And uh, oh, you can acquire great knowledge. And uh, you know, it's, it's quite powerful. I, I, I must say, if you have the inclination or the need to commune with demons or with the devil himself, I highly recommend it. Um, if you would like, I can, uh, I can provide you I'm just going to stop you. I'm just going to stop you right there, Professor. Uh, we do not need you endorsing substances like this on our show. Um, you know, it, it would probably be best if you just lose our number. It, 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 it does a body good. Uh, well, suit yourself. <laughs> but if, if you shall change your mind, well, <laughs> you know where to find me. Yeah, I don't think I'll be going to look for uh, demons anytime soon, but thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm done. This show has been a shit show, if I'm being quite honest. I wonder if that guy's got tenure. Oh, you think that guy doesn't have tenure? (laughs) He goes around to demon hunting orgies. What did he say about that? The, the Chinaman? Where, did, where does the Chinaman get the demon blood? I can't repeat I didn't know, what he said. I didn't know that demons bled. How do you I didn't know that, that demons exist. What if he's just like injecting himself with <laughs> random blood? This is how the coronavirus started, folks. It wasn't somebody eating a bat. It was somebody injecting the blood of a bat. Who somebody said it was a <laughs> You've seen how many Twilight fans are out there. They're crazy. <sighs> well, I don't think there's anywhere to go from here, but uh, but down. And, um, I, I think we should just wrap it. Yes, so, please. From uh, from Georgia. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week for episode seventy-one. Bye, folks.